Hey y'all, I just made a weird noise. It is Rachel and Eddie and welcome to my so-called mess. Eddie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Yesterday was a big day. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I like to hear, I don't really celebrate much or do much on my birthday, but I like to like tell everybody it's my birthday. Oh yeah, I didn't. I, I feel like before you had let me know well in advance, and this time I found out on Instagram. Mm, with my, um, sorry, that you might have just heard ringing, I'm not sure. Um, with my my post, my my crazy post that I did years ago, it's not crazy. Oh, it was like a cake. Oh, okay, that one. Um, yes, that one was just a cake, but I have, I put one of Riola that I did a couple of years ago that my lip syncing is off, which kind of makes it funny. Um, oh, yeah. but it's like, it's not very, like, I don't think I'm the showiest person. Maybe I am. Um, you're the showiest person. I don't know. I don't think I'm like, look at me. You're not the showiest person I know. I don't think I am. I don't think I'm very look at me, but that video makes it look like I'm very much that person, I think. Oh, okay. But, but I spent the day writing a paper, working. Like, adult birthdays just aren't always as fun on the day of, on a random Tuesday. Yeah, I, I find adult birthdays to be more scheduled. It's like, we're going to celebrate my birthday at this time. Mm-hmm. Th three months later at 6 p.m. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the actual date and time that I was born, but, you know, yes. we'll be celebrating Christmas in October. Cor yes, I, yes, that is true. I am going to... If Jesus can do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. That's my motto. Or that's our motto, our podcast motto. Absolutely. I mean... I agree. But yeah, so I will do something this weekend maybe. But today is the my burning off my face day. Oh no. I mean like a chemical peel? <laughs> no. I'm not even doing a chemical peel. I'm doing um a skin resurfacing. It's micro channeling and lights or something. It's supposed to be kind of painful and my face is gonna be like looking sunburned for a little bit. Ouch. And I, I think I have to do like four of them, like four weeks, of, like four months, and then it'll last for like a year. Oh, that's a good trade-off, I guess. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. But I decided, you know, it's self-care year. It's spend money that I don't have. Yep, exactly. It's new year, new me. New year, new face. Like you'll have John Travolta's face after this is done. What's that movie that he's in that he changes faces? Face Off. Thank you. Nick Cage and John Travolta. Do they swap skin? Um, I think it's a surgery. I haven't really watched the movie in a long time. I saw it on like network television a long time, or not network television, like TNT, like in the early two thousand. Mm, yeah, I haven't watched it. I, th I feel like I watched it when it came out, 
Like a not mm. like not in the theater. Not like but back in the like vision video days. Yeah, I think I saw like the T V edit of it where they're like, What the fart? <laughs> what the fart? I like that. Yeah, I I probably watched it on T V too, but I'm trying to I just I'm trying to remember like were they were they on an airplane at some point? Oh, you might be thinking of Con Air. Oh, I'm getting Con Air and Face Off confused. I'm thinking they're the same movie. Face Off, Con Air edition. Huh. John Malkovich is in Con Air. Oh my god, Let's I talk about movies. I love John Malkovich. Me too. Especially. I don't know why he hasn't done anything to like. He didn't do anything. He just was. And I'm like, yeah, I like it. Exactly. He just was, which was awesome. But the scene in Malkovich. Isn't that what the uh, movie was called? I think. Being John Being, being John, John Malkovich, Malkovich yes. When when he when they're in his head and he just hears sees everybody and it's Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. And that's all he hears. Oh uh, yeah. But it's my he head. Yes, that's my the best 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 part of ever. I think it's fantastic. So, yeah, but he wasn't like, I mean, I guess, I mean, he still is. He's just great. Um, how did I just, oh, Con Air, John Malkovich. Face Off. Face Off. Yes. Through Face Off. God, I'm like, where did the, how did we get here? I So, yes, I, we'll see what happens with my face. I'm a little nervous. Uh, drink lots of water. Right? I'm, dr- I'm drinking water. I have to get there 30 to 40 minutes early to put on numbing cream. Oh, shit, dude. Damn. Okay. <laughs> um, Never mind. Uh, I had put, put some um, skincare on my face, and then I read, don't do that. So I just took yeah. all that off. <clears throat> Take all that skincare off. Yeah, I did that. It's going to burn. It's going to light up like napalm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. And like, I just have to sit there with like this thing on my face burning like, it. Rachel, you know, faces usually don't catch fire like this. <laughs> but... <laughs> and I was going to, like, I don't drink often, but I was like, I'll have some birthday drinks. And I'm like, nope, you're not supposed to drink before you do this. Yeah. So I think we're after, and I have to go to work tomorrow. <clears throat> so I'll look all sunburned and shit. That's that's not too bad. No, <clears throat> no. And then this. I feel like your work family is kind of like your family. They're just like, oh yeah, it's uh, Rachel's burnt face. Also, it's a skin like it's an IV place, but they also do aesthetics, and people always oh, come in like, mm-hmm. I just got my skin peeled. I'm all, you know, it's it's normal. It's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and then I have to wear a lot of sunscreen. I mean, I know it's cold oh, yeah. and rainy, but I still need to wear, like, a lot of sunscreen after. But hopefully I get the results I like. I'm, yeah, I hope so. I know. I'm a little, like, did I just blow a bunch of money for a pipe dream? But I'm excited, sort of. And that's my birthday. Yeah, I think it's okay to be excited. It's okay to be critical of it. It's okay to, you know, never do it again if it doesn't work. I have to, well, I have to do this thing for six months. Well, I don't have to do that treatment. I signed up for a six-month membership to this place. You know what I mean. It's like right. you tried it, and it didn't work. Or you Yes, tried it and it exactly. Didn't. Yeah, that, you're right. At I need to look at that. 
So, I'm, <clears throat> and of course, like, and it's, I really like the person doing it. It's a little further than I wanted to drive, but it's fine. It gets me out of the house. And I can't work out for like two days or take a hot shower. Oh, no. Hot showers are the best, especially in cold, rainy weather. I just took a shower before our podcast, which I never do. Mm. You know, sometimes when you just need a shower. Yes. It was one of those days. And I was like, I got to do this. I got to do this. So during the like cold snap, when it was like cold, (laughs) that made, I lost hot water again in my apartment. Oh, no. And so I went to go take, I know it's so fucking annoying all the time. I lose hot water. I feel like, but my hot water was working again ish. So I went to take a shower and like 30 seconds in the hot water started dying. (laughs) That's like, uh, that's like one of those movies where everything's going wrong. Exactly. And like, what do you do (laughs) after that? I can't. Just get out, like I had soap in my hair, you know, like shampoo in my hair and all that shit. I'm like, well, maybe I just won't condition my hair today. But um, so now every time I get in the shower, I think I'm having like a little react, like, oh, my God, is it going to stay hot? (laughs) Yeah, now you can't trust it anymore. I can't. I cannot. And when I moved in here. My water pressure was a fucking killer. It went from like one side of the shower to the other. I mean, it was like so good. And I keep losing water pressure. Uh, Do I need to call my maintenance was people? It, was it a newer place when you moved in? It's only like two or three years old. Yeah, that can happen if like more people start using the water. Oh, damn it. <clears throat> that sucks. Because I like really hot, steamy pressure. Same. Right? Like, do you know that some people, do you ever, do you know, have you ever done this? Where they finish their shower with like a cold ending? Oh, man. My wife does that. She's also like a masochist, maybe. I don't know. Does she do? I think she does it not, she doesn't do it all the time, but she'll do it like when she's in that state of trying to better herself. So it's like, I need to be doing something to, you know, if she feels like she's stagnating, she'll start taking cold showers. Really? Does she cold plunge too? No, like, like get into the ice? No way, dude. Okay. That's like a big thing. I'm sure she would though, if if you like challenged her to do it. Yeah, no, I could, I could never, ever. You should, when you see her, the first thing you should say to her after years of not talking to her is, I hear you take cold showers, but that's nothing like cold plunging. <laughs> and then she'd be like, what the fuck? It's exactly what I'm doing. You're on, Rachel. I'm not even going to say hello. I'm just going to walk in next time in Athens. We're going to do like a podcast at your, you know, at your place. I'm going to walk in. And that's exactly what I'm going to say. Dead, dead face, no hellos. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it, but she might never like you again. <laughs> also, then she would do the cold plunge. So. I couldn't keep a straight face if I tried to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I also, 
I think I told you this. Sorry, going back to my skin for a second. A couple weeks ago, I got, you know, injections in my forehead and a lip flip. And I can definitely feel like my lip flip, it's at its like peak. So it feels almost like swollen in some parts. Like, like I can't close my mouth correctly. Weird. Yeah. My lip flip is peaking. It's so weird. I'm almost like, am I duck facing people? No, I don't do duck face. But my lips do look a little fuller. I really like it. I think I might continue lip flipping. Mm-hmm. I think you should give cool. it a try. See, you, already, you already found one. I should get lip flips. Mm-hmm. Just for fun. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, my lips are pretty good. Would you do Botox? Um, maybe. I'm starting to get brown lines on my forehead. Mm-hmm. So I've thought about Botox. Because I don't want to look like I'm frowning. Every time the sun is too bright. Right. Um, it's kind of pretty pronounced, like, you know, like I yell at my children too much or something. Mm. It's kind of fun to do. But then, then some people are like, you don't have wrinkles. What are you talking about? And either they're being like generous or I'm overreacting. To it's also. Things. We are the people who look at our faces. The people who inhabit the vessel. Right? Yes. So you should be, even if nobody some... else has to look at this face as much as I do. Exactly. And if you feel like it's something that would make you feel good, fucking do it. You know, or like if there's a spot that you're like, this spot bothers me, but no one else notices it. If it bothers you uh-huh. and you could do something to not make it bother you, why not? Yeah. I'm all, I'm all about that. I just, you know, everything's expensive. Oh, it's so expensive. I've got to um, <clears throat> prioritize my. Because that would make me somewhat happy. But maybe a vacation would make me happier. Mm. And maybe always having food at home would probably make you happier. No. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Me too. Well, I don't love food. I love food when someone else makes me food. I'm going to go have pastries on Sunday for my birthday. Oh, cool. I think. Part of your birthday Mm -hmm. experience. That's what I want. Birthday. Yep. Pastries, then pickleball. Oh, that all starts with a P. It does. I got to think of a more. If I had some penis, but it's not. Like a sexual thing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that could be the episode title if you have sex. Penis, penis, pastries, and pickleball? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not going to happen this weekend. I can promise you that. Um, Maybe you could get penis pictures. Maybe I can get penis pictures, pickleball, and pastries. And I could use my pildo. <laughs> what? Now you're getting crazy. Oh, yeah. That was, a, that was a stretch. My plastic... That's where I draw the line. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> my plastic penis. That works. Mm-hmm. Plastic that penises. Works. Pickleball. <clears throat> pastries. So... <laughs> but then you have to update us whether or not you actually masturbate. Or I guess you could just look at your plastic penis and nod like give it a what's up okay that'll count yeah because it's not like it's not even you know it's just a (laughs) like a dildo we come and bless you if that was a sneeze and we my charmaine and i bought them to for when we teach like blowjob classes Mm -hmm. so like it's not like it's just something i have in my possession you know what i mean it's not something i would ever utilize maybe i can put it next to me and be like hi I could sleep with oh, it. Oh, it's more like a, 
anatomical correctness. No, I mean, people could use it as like, but it like, it doesn't vibrate. It doesn't, it's just kind of there, you know? It doesn't do anything special. Yeah. So yeah, it's just anatomical. It just, but... it just lays. It just lays there. It's so, you to do all the work. Exactly, and I'm like, I don't want to do that much work if I'm gonna not have the real thing. That's where pulsating and vibration comes in. Ooh, so, that starts with P as well. I know. I'm really trying. I'm really yeah. trying to keep this P up. You're reaching. But appreciate that. Um, appreciate the P's, but. No, but it was really funny. So, you know, like around your birth, I don't know if this happens to you, but people reach out, people from out of the woodwork reach out to wish you a happy birthday and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. My mom's, my mom's friends (laughs) keep in contact with me. And it's kind of strange that I have a relationship with my mom's friends. One of them called me the other day. For what? And Meg was in the room. Just to like thank me for the Christmas card. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. Actually, I let it go to voicemail, and I'm like, like, it's pretty weird that my mom's friends keep in touch with me, right? And she's like, yeah, I don't know anybody who's got that relationship. And then we listened to the voicemail, and she was actually calling for Meg. And I was like, aha. She was calling for Meg? Oh, yeah, ripped Meg into this mom's friends thing. That's funny. Yeah. So I get like, you know random people people i've gone on like one date with that somehow we got back in contact you know just random people anyway so i think it's kind of funny but i was you know i ended up having a conversation with somebody and um (laughs) this is where i'm like how much information do i spill that like i i went on a date with years ago this is the person that i went on a date with years ago who i had to pee we were sitting in his truck I had to pee. I went into a hotel to pee. We didn't go in the hotel together. And I left all my stuff in the car, phone, credit cards, car keys, everything. And then realized, like, he could drive away with all... As soon as I walked into the bathroom, like, holy fuck, I have nothing. And if he drove away, I don't know how to get in touch with anybody. I have no money, no anything, no ID. And I was in, like, Buford. Oh, dang. So that's like what forty-five minutes at least, I think, from home. Well, old home. Was this an old episode of the podcast? I think it wasn't an old episode, and it might have been pre-podcast, but I think I talked about it. I can't remember. It was a long. Go back to, it was go back a... to episode fifteen, if you guys are interested. This, yeah, this is like this might be in the fruition because this is a pretty old story, and so this might uh-huh. be before. You might have to go all the way back, and again, I might not have. I might not even mentioned it because it might have been so long ago. Because this might have been. Yeah, it was long. One, they're all available. <laughs> Check them all out. Re-listen to them all, and then tell us what episode you find it in. It's like a game. It's a scavenger hunt. Find it. And they're like, oh, you know what? It wasn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I never talked about it before. Oops. Um, it, no, it was like a, lo- a long, long time ago. So we're chatting, and he asked me what I do for work, and we're talking, and somehow, sex toys came up in conversation. Because, uh-huh. you know, like, because what I do, like, people ask questions, and I'm always like, this is getting kind of weird, whatever, not weird, but like, so I said something about, 
I don't even remember like having toy, whatever, you know, like they're normal, like, but what? And I said, they're great to use together. And he goes, huh? How do you use them with somebody? What? Uh, don't give out. The, I, you're like, I don't give that information out for free. Well, first I was like, I don't, yes. I'm like, I don't give that information out for free. But also you're a grown ass man and you don't know how to use a toy with a female or ever know people who dub or ever saw it done. Do you watch porn ever? He's just, no, he's not heard of those things. Right? Like, isn't that weird? Is that weird to you? It was weird to me. Uh, You know, I, sometimes I think, that everybody is as informed about mm-hmm. sex as, as I am. Mm. And I just assumed, like, as you got older, you got more informed about sex. But that's not the case. I, I feel like some people, they peaked at, like, 16, and that's still as much as they know about sex. I guess that's, I guess, yeah. So he must be, like, all about him guy, too, right? Like, as long as he gets off. And I mentioned something, too, about, like, Bluetooth toys. Like, for, you know, if you're, no idea those existed. Oh, yeah. No idea. Wow. I don't know. Now, I feel like that could be a, like, that could be a young person, old person thing. Like, maybe he's just older and doesn't keep up with. Keep up with the trends. Or... Was he, like, fishing for me to, like, say dirty things? Like, I don't know. It was just weird to me. Um, yeah, I could see that being weird. Especially with ex. Talking with exes is always And weird. it wasn't even like I he was. one of my exes recently. And I was like, oh, man. There's, like, things you can and cannot say. Right. You can be friendly, but not too friendly. Right. It's... And this wasn't even, like, an... A delicate thing. an ex-ex, right? We went on one date. Oh, yeah. One date. And then I think he probably, I don't know if I did. I don't know what happened after. I can't remember even what happened after that. We just stopped. We just never spoke again. And it was a good date. But, I mean, it was an okay date. It was a good got Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was very interesting. And I'm like, do a lot of men still not know that you can use, or women, know that you can use toys together? And there are also toys for couples, and there are also toys that are... I think a lot of men don't realize there are a lot of toys geared towards them. Yeah, and I think, like, a lot of stigma surrounds it. Like, oh, I don't use toys, that's gay. Or I don't use toys, that's, like... Yes. Who do you think I am? I do, yes. Sorry, I got congestion right now. Are you okay? Also, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. I just... Congested. Oh, I thought um, you said I heard something else. Sorry. Yeah, so I think there's this like stigma that it like was born in the eighties or something like back when AIDS was a thing. Yes. And people are still carrying that around today and treating it like this is the way things are. I yes. also I've been with um I've been with girls before who don't they don't all right, this is going to be hard to get into without naming names, but there's a lot of people that I've known who have, you know, experimented with girls. Right. Girls that have experimented with other girls. Yes. And the consensus that I get from them, and these, this is a small section of people that I know. Right. They don't 
they don't take relationships with girls very seriously. And whether or not they want to, they just can't, like, put themselves all in and yep. treat it like it's a real yes. relationship. And when I say real, I mean, like, you know, fall in love. And, right. Um, think about that person and get hot about that person. And, uh, you know, talk about all the things that people in relationships talk about, like hurting each other's feelings and whatnot. Anyway, um, so when when sex comes up, like when toys come up in the bedroom situation, it can be like, oh, I'm not a lesbian. Like, mm. don't, even, don't even go there. So it's like, it's machismo. It's like the opposite of machismo. Uh, mm -hmm. the opposite. It's the analog. Um, and that's only been like two or three people I've dated. So it's not a... It's not an entire sampling. Like you can't take my word for it. No, but for your, but that's your experience of your sampling, and probably yeah. is common. I don't know, or or was at that time, but maybe they, I don't know. I just think it is interesting. People's, I also I still think it's interesting. <clears throat> sorry, now I'm getting a tickle in my throat. That people have still this misconception, like if toys are used in the bedroom, it means like you're not doing good enough for, and it's just not true. Yeah. It's just like you, right. what, you know. You, why do you need a toy with me? Am I not enough? No, you're fine. But like, do you want it to be better? Do you want to experiment? Like, let's spice it up. And yeah. if men, there is not. Keep going. I was gonna this say this is all real. And if like people who are with people with vaginas, I'm gonna say just say male in general. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a sweeping generalization. Males still don't understand, and a lot of females don't understand their own anatomy. Understand their own anatomy or what makes them come, or what makes them have an orgasm, or sometimes they can't have an orgasm. Like they just, they don't understand still the clitoris and how it works, and that, you know, and like women don't always get off from penetration. They may enjoy it, but it doesn't mean, and it's not anything about you per se, the male they're, that they're with. <laughs> but it's just biology. It's, I guess, biology and. And also, like, you know, in your brain, it's sometimes it's easier when you or you can get off quicker or better if there's two things happening. There's penetration and a toy on your clitoris, touching yourself. Some men, some, some men yeah. also don't like, like, think, oh, my God, she's touching herself when we're together. That's disgusting. Like, you know, it's so weird to me how. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I think it's like. People don't know this stuff about themselves mm -hmm. until they try it. Right. It's kind of like your face peel situation. Like yes. You don't know how it's going to go until you try it. Right. And then if they start dabbling and it freaks them, like their reaction to it freaks them out, I could see that being like stifling. Yes. For any future like sexual explorations. Because there isn't like a health, like there's not always a healthy attitude around um, boys. And no, there's not. And like sexual experimentation. There's not. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it still is like women who experiment with other women. That's like, oh, my God, that's so hot. She was with another girl. Oh, my God. Right. Like in society over it's like an overarching generalization again. But if like if you hear about a guy who's like, oh, he was experimenting with another guy right away 
it goes into he must be this he must be that right like it can't just be exploring other people yeah exploring other yeah, sensations and I, think, I think that's changing a lot it is like younger people yes but it's like people that are your age <laughs> thank you uh, <laughs> and my age <laughs> i feel like millennials i'm a millennial solidly i think have they're a little bit more open to the flexibility but there is still some of that like yes Eddie Murphy stand up. Yes, like don't. Yes, and for men, like don't touch my butt because if you touch my butt, it must mean something. Like if I like it, it must mean something. Like it means you like a sensation. That's it. But it, yes, I think for younger yeah. people, it's changing, and there's. But it's still like, and yeah, and I do. I do find it. I love this that I have a friend, a dear friend whose daughter started having sex and they had very open conversations about it. She's the, I mean, the daughter's not like 12, you know, she, but she's still young. Like I think about like, Oh my God, I started having sex. So young. like looking back, like I was very young, but a daughter's young ish in a committed relationship. But like they were talking like, have you had an orgasm? And she's like, no, blah, blah, blah. So the mom, we spoke for a long time, bought her daughter, her first small, sex toy for her to yeah for her to experience her own body and pleasure and i thought that i love that yeah that's pretty neat because at first she was like i don't know if she's gonna want this for me i'm like i can send it to her but is that gonna be weird too (laughs) like hey here's your first sex toy from me you know well yeah and is that just our generation coloring it like maybe that should never have been weird right and Exactly. Um, maybe that's maybe those are the people that you should learn about it from. Like correct your family, people you can trust. Yes, that is true. Because look, where like <clears throat> me as an old person <laughs> learned about it from like reading magazines and like the magazines back then, you know, talked mostly about how to fake an orgasm, um, how to perform better. You know, it's like performative, not pleasure-based so that's already a big that's a huge shift for women yeah Yeah. um yeah so i think think for me i was lucky to one of my early girlfriends that i was serious with was very like informed about her body Mm. and very um able to communicate certain things that um other like a lot of people aren't comfortable with right i think once once i experienced that i was um you know more open to have uh not sympathy but like i feel like i kind of understand why people don't do it Mm -hmm. all the time you know i'm not like Trying to shame people who no. can't speak articularly, articularly, <laughs> articulately. Yes, can articulate. Cannot articulate the desires that they have. It also can feel, besides not having the words, some people feel so much shame around it still, or like fear. Yeah. 
my, when I was growing up, my mom and dad always talked about like use condoms, like you know all those kinds of things in the house so much. And then my mom, I remember, gave me her like our bodies ourselves book to explore, but like to talk about together. And I was like, no fucking thank you. Am I talking about this with you? But then I would sneak downstairs because <laughs> it was like we had a, a huge bookshelf in the basement. And I would sneak downstairs mm-hmm. all the time and open it up and read it and like get little tips. But <clears> it was pretty good. Yeah, but it was there. So like I figured out a way to use it. But then I still also wanted to be like, I thought being an escort would be cool. So, I mean, how much did it teach me? I don't know. I think I discovered erotica at a pretty early age. Mm. You know, like, like um, romance novels. Yep, me And those, I guess, are written, a lot of them are written by women. Yes. And a lot of them have descriptions of sex that you're not, like, as a little, you know, as a little teenager with a penis, you're not... You're not expecting these perspectives, and mm. I, I feel like it was kind of eye-opening. I I read a lot. I started reading like erotica, romance, novelly books, and like the like Hollywood wives and all that, and the mafia princess books. And I was like in third and fourth grade. Man, I read those a lot. Probably a little too. I probably I was an avid reader. I got to pick whatever books I wanted, but I would like race to go get the new like Jackie Collins book. Those were, oh yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's the curse of the avid reader. It's like, oh yeah, read whatever you want, darling. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna read porn, erotica. Yes, spent many time. Much and they time. have it. They have a lot of it at the grocery store. Do they? I never. There's a book section at the grocery store. Or there was in the eighties. Oh, you're right. They had a full like. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. I, you know, my my um, summary understanding of it is that the women in the household do the shopping. And yes, that makes sense. Deprived because their husbands are never home or always fucking their secretary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they designed these grocery stores with that in mind. That that was I'm, smart. Like, that is. That's awful. That's awful. An awful interpretation of it. It's awful, but it was awesome. Mar- I mean, good marketing for them because they're going to sell more because, yeah, that was. I remember the like in the front of the bookstore, there was always like that turnstile like like thing with all the paperback romance novels. Like, do you remember that thing? It was black. Yeah, it... yeah, yeah. Maybe they had the... it probably had those at the grocery store, too. I mean, your romance novels have to. I mean, people, people aren't subscribing to a, a hardcover romance novel. Oh, I used to, well, when it was more like the Hollywood Wives, that series, I got them hardcover. Mm-hmm. All the Mafia Princessy oh, kind of books, funny. hardcover. Those weren't <laughs> like the, the like, you know, the, the ones with the pictures of the guy with the long hair and no shirt. On the front cover, those were like, oh, the, yeah, 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 not those, those were paperback, but the, the ones, Fabio days. yes, but the ones that were like where they were escorts or you know, all that shit that I love to read, those I always got hardcover because <laughs> I couldn't wait. Do you have a collection of them? I, I don't have them anymore. I wish I did. I would love to. 
Where did they go? So I probably, when I went to college, they were probably still in my house. And then I probably kept them there. And then years later, after I was I think it was after I graduated, maybe I was still in college, I don't remember, my sister moved into my family house with, I was after college, with like her kids and stuff. So you know how, I don't know if you had to do this, like your parents were like, I know some people, you have to come clean out your bedroom kind of thing or we're going to get rid of stuff. I didn't get to do that. My like everything was boxed up or thrown away. And I'm like, oh my God, I have stuff in there that nobody should ever see. Like notes about things I did, like writings. I'm like, I hope nobody, you know, all my secret thoughts were in the boxes in the closet. So I don't know. I don't know what ever happened to any of that stuff, to be honest with you. Hopefully in the trash. Although some of it I wish I could read now and just be like, oh my God, you were so sad. Not you were so sad, but oh, I feel, you know, like, look how far you've come. <clears throat> but yeah no I never I don't know where my stuff went yeah I remember when I turned 18 my parents sold the house I grew up in so I had to box a lot of my mm. old stuff up and I don't know I don't know if it even made it to the, the second house that they bought um, my daughter last night at dinner my six year old was like talking about her future and she's like i'm just gonna live with you dad like i'm just gonna like hang out with you do stuff you do i like and you know live at your house and i was like oh that's really nice that would be nice i think i'm moved... you know like <clears throat> you can say that and then when it happens it's probably not great it's like <laughs> oh god you're 30 what are you doing here i lived um i think i only lived after college at my pet with my parents for like maybe a year <clears throat> but like I have some good friends whose parents have gotten older they like you know moved for a job my friend did closer to where their parents were and just out of ease moved back home because it was like yeah, you know my, my brother moved in he got a divorce mm. and you know it, that's I think parents should be there for that mm-hmm. should they're there they should be there for the hard times yeah, and it used and to I, be... I want my kids to know that it's all right. I think so, too. And I think, you know, it used to be, like, a lot of times, Grant, you know, you lived with your family, right? And in certain cultures, even more so. But, like, my Zeta, my grandfather, Zeta in Yiddish, lived with my aunt and uncle until he passed away. And, you know, and then my on my other side of the family, one of my aunts and her family moved in with my grandma, and, you know, my grandma was, her husband died. She was alone and it happened and they lived there for a really long time. And now actually when my grandma passed away, my aunt kept the house and then my aunt ended up selling it to her youngest son. So it's like oh, cool. the house that gets passed it, you know, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. That'd be great if my kids wanted to buy this house from me. Yeah. And you could live in your van outside. Mm. We don't talk about my van. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring it up. I said it, and then I was like, fuck, don't mention it. Don't mention it. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned it. I'm so sorry. No, I'm just I'm just. Joking. I know. I'm sure, but I'm sure every time you drive up, it's like, fuck. But. Yeah, it's, 
It's not there anymore. I think I told you the story. Oh, that's right. You don't have it. You don't have to look at it anymore. Okay, good. Are you gonna do? Are you gonna try again for another camper? <laughs> that's like, are you gonna have another child? <laughs> are you gonna try again? Are you guys gonna try again? I know you had a, a miscarriage. <laughs> but are you gonna try again? I need to know. Are you too fucking? And what's going on? <laughs> have you been fucking the papers looking for a camper? Or. No, I've got a camper of a second. I, was... <laughs> I can't I can't get people camper pregnant. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. That is funny. Okay, well I'm gonna have to cut this a little bit a few minutes early just because I have to get on the road soon. But anything good I, I wanna end on camper vasectomy because that was awesome. Anything <laughs> anything coming up that you want to share? Um, not yet. Okay. Let us know when you're ready uh, to share. The podcast is still, it's still on the table. It's, okay. It's in the process. We're negotiating contracts. Gotcha. <laughs> there's, big, there's big things to be left on the table. Um, excellent. Well, Scoop on Sex with a Pleasureologist, we just recently, maybe it was a week ago, it could be longer, we did have a new episode drop. We were trying to get into some events one of them is in atlanta we have to finish the process for that and hopefully get picked and again if anybody knows anything or any contacts to the salt and pepper gang in houston houston texas please let me know i would appreciate that and until next time have a great day enjoy some pleasure do something fun for yourself peace out mother truckers